Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan. WFAN. That's right, that's right, that's right. Brian McKeon here on The Fan. 12.02 a.m. Rocking and rolling with you till 5 when Alan Jerry get warming with the get going with the warm-up show, 877-337-6666, and at underscore Brian McKeon is the number where you can find me and the Twitter handle where you can find me and tweet me all that stuff, and I, I, my, my buddy Suss is across the board, and I, I really, I, I think me and him already know the direction the show's going in. A lot of my shows, when I'm going in this direction, but I think me and him both are the direction it's going in, and I was debating coming in, and I asked Rosie, I always like to ask my producers, what would you open with, just to get the conversation going and stuff, and I walk in, and I'm thinking... Well, what do I open with? You know, Jets or Giants? It's really between the two, right? Jets or Giants? What do you go with? What do you go with? And I asked Rosie, and Rosie's like, I guess you go Giants because they're more relevant right now, and the Jets are kind of out of it. And I told him I was kind of going to go a pseudo back and forth, Jets and Giants. But then the last, my first uh, debut on the bridge, whatever, uh, <laughs> my first debut on that really told me that it's the Giants. And I get it, Giants fans. You want to ignore the last two penalties where referees kind of screwed over the commanders in the back end of that game. I get it. But how could you not admit it to yourselves? Because it's pretty its pretty obvious, no? The first penalty called on McLaurin, where the referee essentially gives him a thumbs up and says, you're good, and then immediately throws a flag after that? On And I get it. If it's an illegal play, I'm all for the illegal play that it's, if it's called in the first quarter, it's called in the fourth quarter. I'm okay with that logic. What I'm not okay with is calling it in that spot where McLaurin's got absolutely zero to do with that play. Nothing. He's not involved in the play. He's not associated with the play. It's a Brian Robinson two-yard touchdown run. So right at that moment, you hurt the commanders. But then you go to the last play of the game, the biggest part of the game, and you see this in postseason football, really in all postseason sports, right? You see umpires in baseball, they start to pinch that strike zone a little bit, right? You see it in hockey. Everyone loves postseason hockey because it gets more aggressive. Why? Because the referees aren't calling as much. So it gets a little more aggressive. You see it in the NBA for sure. You go into the paint in today's day in the NBA, it gets back to the 90s real quick. And I get it. This time of the year in the NFL, we're in December. We're in late December. It's starting to get to, to uh, playoff football style. It gets a little more aggressive, and these ticky-tack penalties are not going to be called. But when you make a call like that, a ticky-tack penalty on the quarterback, on the cornerback, at the end of that game, on the play before, and the next play, the exact play following, there's a play in the end zone where 
He is draped all over being bear hugged. And you called nothing in that spot? I'm sorry. that I can't sit there and ignore that. I can't. And, and I heard a lot of it from Giants fans all day. Oh, they missed calls for us too. They did, sure. But in that spot, if you're going to call the ticky-tack call before, you can't not call the play where he's draped all over him the next play. I'm sorry. That's not acceptable to me. And we say this every single year, and we complain every single year. Problems left and right with the, the officiating, the officiating, the officiating. Well, now it's, it's again rearing its ugly head again this year. Wow, do I sound like a Commanders fan to open the show. Not the point. What's the whole point around this? Daniel Jones, man. Because in reality, Giants scored 20 points. But they really only scored 13 on offense. Daniel Jones gave him 13 points. That's it. He threw for 160 yards. He completed 21 passes. He threw mainly checkdowns. I'm sorry, Giant fans. Did you watch that game last night? When at any moment in that game did you feel like when the Giants got the ball on offense, oh, they're going to put the nail in the coffin here. That you trust Jones in that spot. You can't possibly sit here and give me that explanation. You can't. Throwing for 160 yards. Completing 21 passes, all of which are checkdowns. Answer this question. Yes or no? If Saquon goes off last night, did the Giants, if Saquon doesn't go off last night, uh, should I rephrase? Did the Giants win that football game? The answer is no. If he doesn't run for rush for over 80 yards yesterday, they don't win the game. And I'm sorry. In today's NFL, by year four, when I'm determining whether or not I'm going to give a guy a long-term extension, I got to know, man. And throwing for 160 yards, against a good defense, sure, but when does Daniel Jones ever throw for over 200 yards? Ever. You never see that out of Daniel Jones. You never feel like Daniel Jones is going to take over a game and win you a football game. And I made the point with Rosie in the bridge show. That, to me, is the best backup quarterback in football. It is. A guy that, going forward, comes into a game, you trust that he won't make bad mistakes, he won't turn the ball over, and if you have everything going in sync, he can win you a football game. He'll throw for the 150, 160 yards. He won't make egregious mistakes. And he'll win you the game. Good. Perfect. That's what I need. But I'm sorry. If I'm looking at my franchise guy, the guy that I have healthy, I can't sit here and wonder. I can't be at the point where I don't know. And that's where you're at with Daniel Jones. You don't know. Could he be good? Sure. Could he be bad? Sure. You don't know. You don't have an answer. By year four, I need that answer. As I was saying, it's the benefit the Jets are in. The Jets have have their answer. They know. They're going to know by the end of this year. And whether they move on or not is a different story, but at least they have their answer. It's been the same stuff back and forth with Daniel Jones. After year one, it was the turnovers, sure. But since then, when he's cleaned them up, it has consistently been, well, good game, but not great. Good game, but not great. When has he ever wowed you? And again, the coaching staff proves to you week in and week out. With the play calling. They don't trust him. In today's NFL, you need a quarterback that you're as able to strike down the field, score quickly. These high, high-flying offenses are what's all over this league right now. Do you trust that Daniel Jones can lead an offense like that? I don't. 
The Browns didn't trust that Baker could. So they went out, moved on, got to Sean Watson. Put themselves in more cap hell. Took a lot of risk of getting a guy with a lot of problems around him. But still did it. The Rams did not trust that Goff had that in them totally. They didn't. And after giving him a massive contract that they hold on to the money for, traded him to the Lions for Stafford and a bunch of picks because they knew that Stafford took them over that edge. When I talk about any of those guys, any of them right now, does Daniel Jones sniff those guys? Is Daniel Jones in the same stratosphere as any of those guys? Is he? Right now, I'm going to ask Sasuke across the glass. Just give me a yes or no answer, okay? When I'm looking for, uh, in today's NFL, Sus, do you, are, are you getting by with a basic check down, don't turn the ball over quarterback, or do you need a dynamic playmaker? If you ever want to reach to the next level, you want to contend for a Super Bowl, you got to be able to throw at least like more than 15, 15 yards. You have to. So answer this question, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Are you taking this guy or Daniel Jones to run a dynamic offense? Jared Goff. Yes or no? Why'd you have to use Jared Goff of all people? Because it's the perfect explanation. Because per- because a team with a high flying offense in the Rams gave up on Jared Goff to upgrade. He was given up on, and still, who are you taking? I gotta take Goff. And, and the reason why I I say Goff, like I say that, and I ask you why Goff of all people is because, like, yeah, I've seen that guy go up to a Super Bowl before, and he fell flat. He fell flat, but. The fact that, like, I just need a quarterback that can push the push the ball down the field. and that's But that's my point, though. Yeah. That's my point. A guy who was given up on in Los Angeles, a guy who the Rams took on a load of cap room. The, the, they brought on Matt Stafford, took on more loads of cap room, traded him, begged the Lions to take him. And that guy that was given up on is still trusted more than Daniel Jones in the dynamic offense. Is doing a heck of a lot more with the Lions. Jared Goff, religiously, every single week is throwing for 300 yards, right? Every single week, throwing for 300 yards. Every single week, they're they're scoring over 30 points. You can guarantee that against any defense in the league, they're scoring over 30 points. And is there a lot of talent on the Lions? Yes, Amon Ross St. Brown has certainly emerged this season. But go around the entire Lions team. DeAndre Swift is good, sure. But who's better, Saquon Barkley or him? Saquon Barkley. Mm -hmm. So go around this entire Lions offense. And look at the entire Lions offense, people. And tell me. Jared Goff, with, with just about the same amount of weapons, isn't doing what Daniel Jones is doing. Because every year with Daniel Jones, every I've been hosting for over, over well over a year now, and I get the same argument every single time I do a show. Oh, every, one year it's, 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 they don't, it's Barkley got hurt. There's no running game. The next year, there's no talent on wide receiver. The next year, the offensive line. There's always an excuse for Daniel Jones. Every single, then it's the defense, then it's the coaching staff, then it's this and it's that. And you want to use excuses, fine. Who have the Lions exactly had? Who is on, who's, who's the talented player on offense? Has their line been built up a lot? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. But who was on their receiving core that you say is an absolute number one other than St. Brown this year? You know, the actual funny part is that they traded away Hawkinson and they actually got better. Literally. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, like, I don't want to hear that Daniel Jones doesn't have the weapons because elite quarterbacks in this league get things done without the weapons. They do. They figure it out. They do. I'm every single great quarterback. There's always been years in great quarterbacks' careers where they didn't have the best receiving core. They didn't have the best offensive line. The defense lacked. They didn't have a great running back room. And somehow those quarterbacks every single year find themselves in the playoff conversation. Aaron Rodgers, 
has not always had the greatest defense in the league, has not always had the best running back, has pretty much never had running backs other than until Aaron Jones got there. He never had talented wide receiver, not talented strong, but never had an elite receiver until Devontae Adams was there. And this is the first year that you really can, and they're not even out of it yet, but this is the first year you really consider the Packers done, postseason-wise. The first year in his entire career there. Has it always been perfect for him? Has it always been rainbows for him? No. And go to any quarterback in history. It's not always been perfect for Peyton Manning around him. It certainly was not always perfect for Brady around him in New England. When did he have elite receivers? The one Randy Moss here. Other than that, where's his elite receiving core? Where's his elite running backs? Nowhere to be found. Until he got to Tampa. Tampa was, his first year in Tampa was by far his best receiving core year. And you can go through the litany of lists. It's not like Pat Mahomes since Tyreek Hill left has a number one. His number one's his tight end. But he's not a number one on the outside. Valdez Scantling, he's good. Are the Juju's of the world good? Yeah, they're good. Are they great? Are they true number ones? Are they true dominant guys? But then every time I get into the Daniel Jones conversation, it's, oh, he doesn't have a number one. Well, no one else in the league has one, and they're all figuring it out. And this guy's in year four. And I'm sorry, Giants fans. Going forward, you really, really, really trust this guy's going to take you on a playoff run? This guy's going to take you to a Super Bowl? Is he doing enough to win you a game? Your defense collapses late in the game. Kayvon Thibodeau has looked awesome. He gets hurt week one of the postseason, and their defense just struggles because they have no pass rush. You trust Daniel Jones to go out there and win you that game? You need to get into a shootout. That great Chiefs-Bills game we saw last year in the postseason. You need to get into a shootout in the postseason. You think Daniel Jones is going toe-to-toe with someone else like that? He's not. He's not. Again, the point that I was making, if Saquon Barkley doesn't have an awesome game yesterday, doesn't go off for over 80 yards. Are the Giants winning or losing that game? The answer is they're losing. And everything should not have to be great and peachy around for Daniel Jones to be able to win football games. You're in year four. You have your answer. It should be over at this point. You should know you're giving him an extension at the end of the offseason, and it's over and done with. Instead, I'm going to sit here and feel Giants calls all night on why Daniel Jones should be a star going forward. I get it. They're winning games, sure. But there's plenty of years where teams have won games with a backup quarterback in. Plenty of years. We'll get into the Jets in a little bit in the next segment. I will fill your calls, too. But quickly on the Jets, as Thursday night, it looks like you're going to have to see Zach Wilson play. I highly doubt Mike White's going to be available. Although, Salo today would not... If you watch, if you listen to his press conference, well, he didn't his press conference. If you listen to his uh, his radio spot he did today. Salah was not willing to name a starter for Thursday night. He said, "We're waiting for medical tests to come back," but they're treating it right now as if Wilson's the starter. So I'll go. I'll, I'll give you my little uh, whiff pre beforehand before we have to hit the break here. But from the Jets, the beauty therein compared to where the Giants aren't is you're gonna know. Pretty much by after Thursday against the Jaguars. But after the season, for sure, whether or not Zach Wilson's your guy moving forward. And thankfully, this GM is smart enough to know to move on from Zach Wilson. I made this point with Rosie. You look at offenses that come out of San Francisco and coordinators that leave there and guys that have that system down pat. Mike McDaniel. Michael Floor. They come here and put these offenses together. And they make Mike White look really good. And Tua, who looked incompetent in year one, is now leading the league in Pro Bowl voting. 
Mr. Irrelevant in the draft, Brock Purdy, comes in. Looks awesome. That's too many guys in this offense that is a pure, hit the first guy that's open, timing offense, that make it work. That's too many guys that make that work for Wilson to fail in this offense. Just is. 877-337-6666 is the number that you can call to get involved or at underscore Brian McCann on the good old cesspool of Twitter is where you can find me and argue with me all night. I haven't looked at my phone yet, so I'm sure there's going to be plenty of tweets already uh, cursing at me or, or, or DMs uh, telling me that I'm wrong and Daniel Jones. I'm sorry, Giants fans. When you watch Daniel Jones week in, week out, are you really, really sitting there with confidence in a big spot that he's going to be able to put the nail in the coffin? I'm not. We're approaching Christmas, too. I have a hot take on Home Alone. Um, because everyone thinks it's a beautiful Christmas, fun-loving story. Uh, I got a different story. I, I think Home Alone is all about bad parenting. It's, par- it's, it's a parent's guide. All right. Also, happy Hanukkah to all my Jewish friends, including my Jewish girlfriend. Happy, happy holidays, everybody. It's Brian McKeon on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.